Welcome to the Monday, January 14th edition of Between the Horns, everybody, where we're going to recap the Rams' 30-22 divisional round playoff victory over the Dallas Cowboys, and we'll start to get you ready for the upcoming NFC Championship game between the LA Rams and the New Orleans Saints. But let's begin with that game on Saturday night, where the Rams were able to run really all over the Cowboys, getting a season-high 273 yards rushing against Dallas's top five rushing defense. That's a unit that had shut down the league's best rushing team in the Seattle Seahawks just the week before. So Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson became the first pair of Rams to have at least 100 yards rushing in a single playoff game, and they certainly paced that offensive unit. But the Rams' defense was great, too. They silenced all that talk about how the Cowboys and running back Ezekiel Elliott could come in and run all over the Rams, allowing just 50 yards rushing. So in that first quarter, the Rams started with the ball and they got into the red zone, but had to settle for a short field goal to go up three to nothing. And the Cowboys responded well, getting into LA territory on a fourth down conversion that actually had a costly Rams penalty attached to it. And the next play, Dak Prescott and Mari Cooper did this. Shotgun snap to Prescott, looking left all the way. Now he throws middle. Cooper, center of the field. 15, 10, right side, five, pylon touchdown. From left to right across the field, Prescott hit him in stride. And Amari Cooper, acquired from the Raiders at the deadline for a first-round pick, goes in for six. 6.03 on the first quarter clock, and the Cowboys take the lead with 29 yards on the strike. That was all Dallas would get in the first half, as the Rams scored a field goal on their second possession, controlling the clock with a 16-play drive. And then after a Dallas punt, the Rams got in the box with C.J. Anderson. They go no huddle. Goff at the line, turns left shoulder, gives to Anderson, cuts back to his right. He goes in! Touchdown, L.A. C.J. Anderson drives through Jalen Smith to house it for the Rams with seven minutes to go in the second quarter. 12-7 L.A. Touchdown, C.J. Anderson. One drive later, it was Todd Gurley's turn to get on the board. They give to Gurley. Huge hit. Huge lane middle. The 25 breaks left. 15-10. Gurley the touchdown. What a job by the offensive line. A huge crease right down the middle of the field for Todd Gurley. And he takes it in for a touchdown. 35 yards, 19-7 Rams. Los Angeles took a 20-7 lead in the halftime and increased that to 23-7 with Greg Zerline's 44-yard field goal early in the second half. But then Dak Prescott made some magic happen to put Dallas in position to cut the Rams' lead. Dak Prescott awaits the snap. Here it is. Rams bring four. He settles in. He hitches. He escapes to his left. Running at the 50, he throws down the left sideline. It is caught! Tackled at the two-yard line by LaMarcus Joyner, a dime over the shoulder of Michael Gallup, who brought it in at a full sprint. What a play by Prescott. Nothing doing to his right, so he leaks out to his left and launches it over LaMarcus Joyner, right over the shoulder of Michael Gallup, 44 yards. A couple plays later, Dallas was in the end zone and got a two-point conversion to make the score 23-15 L.A. The Cowboys then forced a Rams punt and got back into the home team's territory on their next offensive drive but on fourth and one to start the fourth quarter two Rams safeties put a halt to any Cowboys momentum he's a single receiver to the left side they give to Elliott straight ahead ran into his own man looking for the 35 and the Rams are fighting him every step of the way they just got a fourth down stand Rams football to begin 
in the fourth quarter. From there, the Rams made it a two-possession game on what was maybe a gutsy call by Sean McVay given the situation. Fourth and goal at the one-yard line. Attacking the peristyle end of the Coliseum. Goff under center, turns left, gives to Anderson, and he puts it in the paints. Touchdown, L.A. C.J. Anderson powers through the left side. And with 7.16 to go, it's 29-15. Rams with the lead. While the Rams were up 30-15, to the Cowboys weren't done. They scored a touchdown with just over two minutes remaining in the game and kicked an extra point to put the score at 30-22. to With three timeouts, Dallas did have a decent shot at getting the ball back. That's until Jared Goff made a big play with his legs on third and seven from the LA 28. Rams break the huddle. C.J. Anderson is their tailback. Condensed splits to both sides. Goff takes a quick snap. He play fakes. He boots out to his right. He's going to run for it. He's got the 30. Outside to the 35. First down, Jared Goff. He falls in bounds with a new set of downs. Timeout, Cowboys. Dak Prescott just ran for a touchdown. Jared Goff answers with a first down scramble. C.J. Anderson ended up taking the next two carries enough yards for another first down, and that allowed the Rams to go into victory formation with a playoff win. Here's what Sean McVay had to say about the way the Rams closed out the victory. Jared Goff showed his athleticism tonight, you know, so that was a big-time deal to be able to convert with his legs, stay in bounds, keep the clock moving, and then being able to have a couple more runs where C.J. closed it out uh, was outstanding. It was great to not have to put our defense back out on the field, but but Jared's third down conversion with his legs was huge, Sam. With Gurley rushing for 115 yards and Anderson 123, the Rams have clearly stumbled upon a pretty solid one-two punch at running back for their playoff run. McVay said that he probably wasn't expecting both running backs to be quite that effective against Dallas, but it's great that they were. Gurley himself gave a lot of credit to the offensive line for the offense as a whole being able to gain so many yards on the ground. I mean, if you dominate the, the line of scrimmage, you know, nine times out of ten, um, you're going to win. And, you know, those guys have been doing it all year. So, um, you know, we didn't become, you know, a, a top three running back, um, you know, leading the lead in rushing. You know, I didn't do it by myself. I did it because of those guys. So just being with those guys every every day, um, being in meetings with them, Coach Cromer, um, they just make everything so much easier for us. You know, they always, you know, give, give the running backs the credit, but um, you see, see what those guys did today, and you know, you see who who led this team to a victory. But really, just having Gurley out on the field for the first time since Week 15 was a boost to the offensive unit, according to quarterback Jared Goff. Incredible. I mean, you saw it. He was, he was great. He was himself, and you could see how fresh he was. And I think, again, with CJ in there, you can see how fresh they can both be when they're both going. And, and Todd's so special, so special player, person, teammate, and anytime he's healthy and playing, it's it's an advantage for us. But C.J. Anderson, man, what a story he's become. In the three games he's been with the Rams, he's averaging a remarkable 140 yards rushing per game. And that's given the entire offensive unit a lot of confidence in him. He's been running his, running his tail off and, and doing, doing everything right. And I think... You know, the last two weeks without Todd, you know, he showed he showed what he can do, and then and then this week having both of them is is special, and it gives you a real 
real dual dual threat of, of backs and, and different backs. Todd's obviously what Todd is and you know in my opinion the best back in the league and can do so many things. And then CJ comes in and knows his role and knows what we need him to do and, and, and protects and, and, and does all that stuff right and it's it's just been a really good combo. Like Gurley, Anderson gave a lot of credit to the offensive line for opening up holes for him to run through. But there's also the dynamic between Anderson and Gurley, which was clearly pretty good. The two of those guys have become good partners, and that was apparent from the on-field results. Anderson had this to say about the partnership on Sunday. It's good. I mean, you know, whatever Todd wanted to do, we was going to ride with anyway. If he wanted to play 98% of the snaps, then we was going to let the man be the man. I mean, that's why he's one of the best backs in the league. But, um, you know, I think him seeing the, the, the opportunity of being fresh, you know, and not taking as many hits and, and having the workload on passing downs and rundowns, um, I think that helps. And vice versa for myself. You know, I've been in a position where I was a starter and it's the same way, you know, when I was in Denver. So, um, you know, I've always told him you want to be fresh and when you're fresh you know he obviously you know more explosive runs for the both of us and um you know he, he has the home run ability to take it the distance so now it's time to start focusing in on the saints as the rams are headed to new orleans for the third time since august if you remember back then the rams faced off against the saints for that fourth game of the preseason where nobody really played and then of course they also went there in week nine and that was the rams first loss of the season so now they're going to the big easy and want better results the saints played a really good game on sunday against the Eagles coming back from a 14 to nothing first quarter deficit to win 20 to 14. So Rams head coach Sean McVay got on a conference call with the media shortly after the conclusion of that game and gave his initial thoughts on facing New Orleans again. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great challenge. You know, obviously uh, the Saints are a great football team. I think they're playing really well on all three phases right now. Um, you, you, you know how explosive their offense is. And then I think their defense is really hitting their stride. Dennis Allen's done an outstanding job with these guys. Uh, they play fast. They all play together. They're really shallow. Um, they mix in pressures at the right times. And um, it's going to be a great challenge, especially just having to deal with that atmosphere and that environment with those fans going crazy. And, uh, but we're certainly excited about another opportunity to go back there and see if we can come away with a win. There are a few things that will definitely be different this time around in this matchup, one of which is that the Rams have Anderson running the ball as effectively as he is, as a compliment to Todd Gurley. And another thing is that the Rams now have Aqib Tlaib at corner, and he was on injured reserve when the Rams lost to the Saints back in Week 9. Here's what McVay had to say on the call about Tlaib. It's a big difference, Gary. I, th- I think just having him out there, his presence, uh, like we've talked about a lot, his ability to communicate, his ownership and his study you know, throughout the course of the week uh, in terms of just his situational awareness, concept recognition, and then his, most importantly, his ability to communicate. From a player standpoint, left guard Roger Saffold and outside linebacker Dante Fowler both felt like there were things they could take away from that Week 9 loss and apply to defeating the Saints now in the postseason. So keep in mind that these guys made these comments early Sunday afternoon, so it was before the Rams knew exactly who they would be playing in the NFC Championship game. But I, I think the words still apply. Saints is um, just a quality control. They're, you know, they know they got everything down pat. They know what they're going to do, and they're going to execute it. You just got to try your best to stop it. Uh, they got great offensive linemen, um, Hall of Fame quarterback, and uh, two-headed monster in the backfield. So, uh, you know, uh, Michael Thomas is a great receiver. Things are going to be... You know, 
if not, you know, besides DeAndre, uh, the second best receiver in the league uh, soon. I think that we match up really well. I think that, you know, uh, the last time we played them, it, you know, it came down to a game of just running out of time. Uh, at the end of the day, I think that we'll have a better plan against them the second, the second go-around. And uh, you got to be excited to be able to go back there and uh, give, get another chance at those guys again. For Saffold especially, I mean, he's somebody who has been with the Rams for a very long time, and it's pretty cool to see him make it to a conference championship game and really get that first playoff win. And even he admitted it's pretty gratifying to be able to do it with the team that drafted him. You know, I always always kept saying that, you know, I wanted to finish where I started over here. Um, and, and, you know, there was some back and forth and, uh, you know, every, everything with the whole thing with the Oakland and then coming back here. Uh, things happen, like I just said, for a reason. And, you know, I'm glad that I'm able to do it here. Uh, this is a team that gave me a chance back in 2010, and here we are. Always good to hear from Roger Saffold and definitely happy for him and the rest of the Rams for winning that game against the Cowboys. So that'll do it for this Monday, January 14th edition of Between the Horns. Miles Simmons here saying thanks so much for listening. We'll have plenty of coverage of this upcoming matchup for the NFC Championship game between the Rams and Saints, so be sure to follow along on the Rams.com or on the Rams mobile app. Have a great one, everybody. Thank you.